Ed Peters, and I welcome you on behalf of Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers to another broadcast of What's New. We continue on today with Luke's account of Philip and the Ethiopian, moving on to verses 31 through 35. After Philip's experience with Simon the sorcerer in Samaria, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and directs him to go south to what we now call the Gaza Strip. This was a trade route down from Egypt and Ethiopia. When he gets there, he finds that God has someone to whom he is to witness. Returning from worshiping in Jerusalem, Philip finds an Ethiopian of great authority under Candace the queen, riding along in his chariot reading from the book of Isaiah. The Holy Spirit tells Philip, go over and walk along beside the chariot. Philip obeys and here's a man reading from the book of Isaiah and asked him, Do you understand what you are reading? Now we come to verses 31 through 35, which we will focus on today. Luke continues his account of this incident, and he writes, Of course not, the man replied. How can I, when there is no one to instruct me? And he begged Philip to come up into the chariot and sit with him. The passage of scripture that he had been reading from was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb silent before the shearers, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him, and who can express the wickedness of the people of his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, was Isaiah talking about himself or someone else? So Philip began with this scripture and then used many others to tell him about Jesus. Music in the tree, lifting joyous melodies. 
The man was reading from Isaiah chapter 53. When Philip came alongside the chariot, he was reading verses 7 and 8. So it is obvious that he must have been reading for some time. It is also obvious that he must have read the preceding verses of this chapter as well. What a marvelous place for Philip to begin. When the Spirit of God leads, how wonderful everything opens up. Philip will now, beginning with this portion of Scripture, take the things of Christ and make them known to this Ethiopian official. Now here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. Any seeker after God's truth will find it. I don't believe that God will ignore anyone who honestly wants to know about him. The prophet Azariah said of God, if you seek him, he will be found by you. Luke in the eighth chapter of the book of Acts tells about an Ethiopian who wanted to know God. He had come all the way from what is now southern Egypt or northern Sudan to Jerusalem to learn about and to worship Jehovah. Gentiles who came to Jerusalem to worship were either proselytes or God-fearers. A proselyte was a Gentile who had professed and accepted the faith of Judaism and who had been circumcised. A God-fearer was a Gentile who hadn't gone that far, but who attended the synagogue and read the scriptures. This Ethiopian was probably a God-fearer. He was an honest seeker after truth about God. While at Jerusalem, he had been given the Greek scroll of Isaiah. What better prophet for a seeker to read than Isaiah? While the chariot was rumbling along, this man was reading. In antiquity, reading was done aloud. This was a universal practice. Ancient manuscripts were easier read aloud since in most cases the words were not separated. Ancient handwriting was more easily read aloud than silently, too. Obviously, handwriting wasn't as easy to read as our modern print anyway. Furthermore, since Greek was not the man's native tongue, and since silent reading requires more skill, he was reading aloud. Philip was walking along. It was a deserted place, Luke tells us. And Philip heard this man reading from Isaiah 53 verses 7 and 8. He asked a leading question. Do you understand what you are reading? Here was the Ethiopian's answer. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. The eunuch was reading this passage of Scripture. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before the shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. The Ethiopian was reading Isaiah 53, as I mentioned, verses 7 and 8, from the Greek Bible, which had been translated from the Hebrew several hundred years earlier. It was the Bible that the early Christians used, too. He couldn't understand what he was reading. He read about a person who was or would suffer. 
These verses have been variously interpreted. Ancients sometimes applied them to the nation Israel, others to wicked Gentile nations. Never in Judaism had this passage which speaks of a sufferer been applied to a suffering Messiah. But this man knew that this passage referred to an individual, not a nation or nations, but to which individual? Perhaps the Ethiopian official had heard an explanation in Jerusalem, but that still left him confused. Philip had no trouble interpreting these verses. They had been so recently fulfilled in Jerusalem. Evidently, this wasn't new to Philip. No doubt the disciples and the early church already understood Isaiah 53 to refer to Jesus. Jesus himself had used very similar words to describe his own anticipated sufferings. The Lord's language had strongly resembled that of this prophet. Unquestionably, Jesus identified himself in his mission with that of this suffering servant of Isaiah 53. There is no evidence that anyone before Jesus had identified Isaiah's suffering servant with the Davidic royal Messiah. So Philip knew what God meant in these verses from Isaiah. The prophet who wrote them probably didn't know all that was really there. Peter in his first letter writes that the prophets searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of Christ. While Isaiah didn't know, Philip did. And Philip began with that very passage of Scripture from the prophet Isaiah and told this Ethiopian the good news about Jesus. That can't have been too hard for Philip. For every phrase in these verses speak of the suffering Messiah servant. No doubt Philip recounted how Jesus, God in human flesh, lived, was arrested, suffered, and died. Luke says Philip began with these verses. He must have read on in Isaiah 53 as well as in other prophets and presented to this seeker Jesus, who was offered a sacrifice for sin by God himself. And that man can experience forgiveness and salvation just as this great prophet had predicted. There was forgiveness and salvation. There was no other scripture in Philip's day than what we Christians call the Old Testament. No New Testament books were yet written. Philip used the Old Testament to make Jesus known. Jesus himself had said, They testify of me. Indeed, the whole Bible from the very beginning testifies to Jesus Christ, God's sacrifice for the sins of the world. Jesus, keep me near the cross. There a precious fountain, free to all a healing stream, flows from Calvary's mountain, in the cross, in the cross, be my glory Some soul shall find rest beyond the river. Jesus, keep me near.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.